being here. Praise God. I uh, want to mention a couple things before I get started. You know, uh, the video clip mentioned co the Connect card, but I want to ask any first-time guests or any uh, visitors or guests who've never filled out the Connect card to please do so for us today. Uh, we'd like to reach out to you later and invite you back or uh, share with you about a special event. And, uh, and then they may, there may be persons in the midst today who are uh, need a church home, praise God, a family. And everybody should be connected to the family of God, the body of Christ. Amen. Jesus called the church his bride, Amen. and he wants us to be a part of it. So when the time comes, receive that invitation and, uh, and respond appropriately. Uh, there's a couple of different ways you can respond, but and we'll mention that later. Amen. Uh, and then announcement-wise, Today at 12 noon, uh, the youth department is uh, facilitating a, a little seminar on uh, academic achievement. So if you have middle schoolers, high schoolers, right, uh, please uh, stay a little while and take advantage of this opportunity. They have some uh, phenomenal people, experts in the field uh, here ready to uh, kind of usher your children into, into this, uh, this, this focus, this emphasis that they definitely should have. Can I get a witness? Amen. And then uh, lastly, on the 25th of September, uh, we have a, uh, we, we're a site for life screening, lifeline health screenings. And uh, I just go for preventive maintenance, uh, you know, once or twice a year, at least once a year. And they check your arteries. Amen. See if there's any clogging at all, anything like that, other vital and at a very reduced rate, very reduced rate. Uh, this is kind of a thing uh, companies, corporations used to pay for the executives to get done because uh, they want to make sure they're nice and healthy. But we usually get these kind of screenings after we have health trauma, strokes and heart attacks, not before. Amen? And so I recommend if you're 45 or older that you uh, invest in determining, you know, the status of your, your arteries and stuff. Amen, somebody. Amen. And so that you can make the proper adjustment. And you can look just as healthy, be looking just as lean. Amen. Doesn't mean a thing. Can I get a witness in the house? It's just true. And so we want you to take advantage of this opportunity. We're psyched for it. And, uh, and I don't ever mention this, but after services, there are always CDs available. Amen. I know that's a hard sell in that, uh, you know, you can get the message free on the app and on the website. Amen. But you might want to listen to it in your car. And I know people who send the CDs off to family members and friends. So that old school technology is still available. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Y'all ready for the word? Amen. Are you absolutely sure? Say, that pastor, that's part of the reason we stepped up in here to hear the word. What you mean asking us that question? We're ready for the word. Amen. We came. We got up. We got all dressed up. Got, uh, uh, dressed up or dressed down. We got up in here. And I appreciate y'all being here for that purpose. Praise God. Now y'all pray for me that I got a good word. Amen. I pray that every word is good because God inspires and he's all, His Holy Spirit is always preaching a better message than me. 
I'm thankful for that. Amen. And he specializes. You know, every message, it's, a, it's amazing to hear people out there in the, uh, in the old school term, it's the Northex, the lobby, the atrium, <laughs> out there, out there in the foyer. Uh, they say, make different comments. I got this out the message. I got this out the message. And God is always making it a unique message. So I just ask that you give me your attention for a few minutes. This is the last message in a series about the real God. Amen. And I hope and pray that you'll review the various messages about these character traits of God, these attributes of God that are so significant. Amen. Uh, that they fuel, really, our allegiance and our understanding of him. Allegiance to him and our understanding of him. Amen? So it's important that we understand his character traits. So go through it, review it, uh, uh, listen to all the messages if you haven't heard all of them. Listen again. That's the beautiful thing about uh, the app and the website presence, you can listen again because we only get so much in the first run. Amen? And we forget a whole lot. Can I get a witness? Yeah. We're like sheep. We got strategic amnesia. <laughs> I, uh, and so, you know, we've covered, you know, that God wants the best for us. That's his qu a quality trait. We, we've covered that God is wise. Uh, that God is sovereign, that God is just. Praise God. And, and today we want to talk about his faithfulness and couple that with his love. Amen? His faithfulness. Uh, the video clip, you know, a nice little uh, humorous clip about, you know, how uh, people will uh, oversell and underdeliver. Amen. Amen? Oversell and underdeliver. That's the that's the status, the nature of people. That's the nature of marketing. Amen. You do not get that handsome man when you buy the car. You do not get that beautiful woman when you buy the refrigerator. <laughs> Amen. Even though in the ad campaign, you know, they, they, they're using uh, glamour and uh, beauty and uh, every, all, our tr all the various triggers that are part of our nature to try to sell stuff. But people are always overselling and underdelivering. Amen, somebody. So uh, this attribute of God that he's, first of all, love is important. But his love is agape love. Amen. We have uh, contorted and distorted and devalued and uh, the term love so until this, you know, folk love Cheetos, amen, and Oreo cookies, amen, can I get them, I love that, you know, <laughs> you know, so we have inanimate objects that we love, we have experiences that we love, we have movies that we love, you know, another term that we use, everything's awesome and amazing, you know, when really ain't nobody awesome but God, amen. nothing is awesome but God. And uh, so, you know, so, so this, this love term is important. And, and to God, love is about, uh, is about his giving nature, his sacrificial nature, his unconditional love, his boundless love. 
The word says that while we were yet in sin, Christ died for us. That's unlimited love. Uh, to love somebody that's in revolt against you, somebody who's rejected you, somebody who is, uh, in some instances, ridiculed and insulted. And so God loves big. Somebody say big. He loves big. Uh, it's this unconditional love. A simple definition that some author gave, I don't know who to attribute this to, it says love is giving another person what they need the most when they deserve it the least at great personal costs. Love, let me say that again, is giving another person what they need the most when they deserve it the least at great personal costs. That's agape love. Amen. It's the kind of love that uh, sacrifices. Amen, somebody. That, that's, that's a phenomenal love. And let me tell you something. We all need love. Can I get a witness in the house? We all need love. Amen. It's universal. We need it, and everybody's looking for it. Amen. Uh, and the universal solution is that God loves all people everywhere and longs to meet their deepest need. Amen. And, and he wants to be in the heart of every person. God loves. Amen. And so, but we simply have to receive God's love. Amen. Believe God's love and experience, know how to experience God's love on a daily basis. Some of us know we love by God, but we don't feel it. We ain't feeling it like that daily. Amen. We don't feel the connection daily. Matter of fact, sometimes we feel abandoned, forsaken, that God is distant because when we're going through, you're like, whoa, where's God? You know, has he disconnected from me? Has, has he no longer extended me his favor? Has, is he no longer watching over me? Is he no longer uh, love me? Amen. But, but God's love is, is clear in creation. His love is clear. He made you and I. That's love. Amen. Uh, his providence, he shows his kindness towards us by providing for our needs. Amen. Uh, the incarnation, Jesus becoming flesh, God becoming flesh, dwelling among us, sacrificing himself to facilitate our redemption. Praise God is love. Uh, he even disciplines us. That's love. He chastens us and protects uh, those who he, he could destroy. Amen. He indwells. So he dispatched the Holy Spirit to be our comforter and our guide. So he takes up residence in us. That's love. And to occupy these these salt, salt vessels, that's love. To become anywhere near us when we are, in essence, spiritually diseased, that's love. Just to touch us when we're spiritual lepers, that's love. Amen? God loves us. He's made provisions for us. Jesus is the personification, the epitome of love. Amen? He is love, walking around, talking, acting. He shows compassion, grace. He embodies truth, and Jesus' teachings and the Word of God shows even further the love of God. Amen? So God loves us. Amen? And we need to learn how to love Him, and we need to learn how to receive love. You know, sometimes it's hard to receive love when, when, uh, when you know, you haven't, you know, th that's not your best value to give it. 
It's hard to receive it when it's hard, when, when, when it's hard for you to give it. Yeah. Amen, somebody. So we need to ask God, God, how do, we, how do you craft in us the ability to receive your love? And how do we reflect and reproduce it in us? Amen. Amen. How, do, how do we make this happen? Because when we're being like Christ, not only are we being loved, but we are loving. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and love is the thing that holds all the rest of this together. You can almost say without love, you can't have a just God. Without love, you can't have a sovereign God. Without love, you can't have a God that's, uh, that, that's looking out for our best interests. Praise God. Without love, you can't have a wise God because love is that compassion that, that, uh, that births this faithfulness that God demonstrates. Amen. He's a promise keeper. He's never extended us a promise and not kept it. Amen? Amen? Isn't that good news? Amen. You know, and, and because he's a promise keeper, I can follow after him, and I can know that he's with me. This is who he says that how he loves us. He says, you, you, did this not, you did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. And that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. John 15, 16. Amen? So he loves us. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have life everlasting. Amen? John three sixteen. He shows his love for us that while we were yet in sin. He died for us. Praise God. So he is so loving, so compassionate, so concerned. And that translates into his faithfulness. Amen? What does that mean? Amen? Steadfastness. His affection, his allegiance, his loyalty, his reliability, his dependability. Praise God. God is faithful. Praise God. He's true to his word. He's, he keeps his promises. He's consistent. Amen. He comes through every time. Every time. It's not a time that he doesn't come through. Sometimes we misinterpret the conditions and circumstances and we don't see him or sense him or discern him. Amen. We don't know he's there when he's right there, always beside us, always with us. His, one of his, uh, his manicures is, uh, is Emmanuel, God with us. Amen, somebody. So he's with us, and he's capable of being faithful. You have to understand, it's tough for us to be faithful, yeah. human beings, because, you know, we don't know a lot. <laughs> now, I don't mean to diss nobody. <laughs> we don't know a lot, but God knows everything. Because he has all information, all, inform all insight, all wisdom, all knowledge, past, present, future, eternal, praise God, then, then he has the information needed to know that the plan might get upset somehow or there might be, you know, mm, something to go wrong. You know, our faithfulness wanes when something goes wrong. Can I get a witness? You know, when folk disappoint. But God is never blindsided. Amen? 
He's never blindsided. Never. You know, he always sees it coming. <laughs> Amen. He's never distracted. You know, he, he's never preoccupied. He's, he's never overwhelmed. Amen. Never anxious. You know, you know, his anger even leads to love. You know, he has the same emotions that we have, but he has those emotions in check. Praise God. He is all-powerful. Praise God. So he's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. So he never encounters anything or anyone who can, who can ward his plan or purposes. Nobody can deter him. Amen. So our faithfulness, uh, you know, slows when our plans are warded, when, when they are any, any, way, any detours in the road, any bumps in the road, any, any uh, potholes in the road, amen, then, then we, get, we get discombobulated, upset. We, we can't, it's hard for us to go forward, follow up, follow through, be dependable, be, be reliable. But God is trustworthy. Amen, somebody. He is, he is holy. So that means he's pure, he's honest, he's integral, uh, he's unable to lie. Amen, somebody. And then he's eternal. He's not affected by space and time, which means that he's never impatient because he got all the time in the world. <laughs> so we have to understand that's why he can be faithful. He's everywhere at the same time. He never changes. Amen. So his attributes lend themselves, lend itself to being faithful, thick or thin, up or down. Amen. And this faithfulness makes him able to receive us when we come to him for forgiveness. The word says he's faithful. If I confess my sins, he is faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Amen, somebody. Amen. So, so, so he's able to receive our confession. Yeah. It's important. Confessing is important. You know, there's an adage that says it's good for the soul. Amen. But it's also a spiritual mandate. Amen. We can't get cleaned up, cleared up, cleansed without confessing. That's right. Amen, somebody. Amen. Think about it. Now, this ain't something that comes natural to us. Can I, can I get a witness? When you were a child, I guess you were real eager to confess that you messed up, that you made a mistake, that you went against the rules. Anybody real eager as a child to confess? You know, uh, you know my, my, my dad had this, this move that he'd make. He would, uh, it, was, it was an interesting move. <laughs> he would say, listen, if you just tell me the truth. And confess. You know, this time I won't whip you. I'm like, he trying to dupe her, brother. He trying, he trying to trick me. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a catch to this. <laughs> he want me to come clean and act like ain't no consequences. What's, what's the catch? You know, my, my little line went like, oh, he going to give me a double whooping next time. I was still consequences. So, but, but sure enough, if you told him the truth, he would keep his word. He wouldn't whip us. I'm like, man, this is amazing, but I always thought it was a trick. <laughs> you know, 
And so we're adverse to confessing. We start off with that nature. You know, we don't, we're scared to tell God, the father, you know, mama, you know, we, we just teacher, parent, you know, we just start off hesitant, coming clean. Can I get a witness? We start off hesitant, coming clean. But God says that I am trustworthy, faithful, reliable. I'm ready for your confession. No matter what it is. No matter how dark it may be, no matter how troublesome may it, be, it may be, no matter how embarrassing it may be, no matter how shameful it may be, he's ready for it. Amen. And he can handle it. Amen. And so, 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 so his faithfulness helps us to understand that we can bring our true selves before him. We don't have to duck, dodge, hide. No uh, clandestine kind of agenda. We can, we can come clean with him. Praise God. We can be faithful, just, because he is. Amen. And, and, and then we need to bring also our present problems, pains, and failures to him. Because he's faithful. Amen. So because he's faithful, I can bring my issues. My pains, my struggles, my disappointments, amen? You know, I can bring my feelings. I can bring, you know, uh, whatever it may be, I can bring it to my God. In Matthew eleven twenty eight 28, it says, Come to me, all you weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest. For your souls, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. That's good news, isn't it? That we can bring our present conditions, circumstances, situations to God, and he understands. He's sensitive. He's aware. He knows the beginning and the end. He knows the circumstances and conditions. He, is, he has a comprehensive view of our situation, praise God. And, and unlike, unlike us, what we try to do is we compare and contrast ourselves to other people. You know, so, you know, I ain't as bad as them. I ain't as bad as... He knows all. He's the only one who can compare and contrast. He's the only one that can be the true judge. Praise God. So we put our trust, our faith in him, praise God, for he is worthy. Can I get a witness in the house? Because... If we depend on something or someone else to hold us up, we're going to always feel jacked up in the inside. Amen, somebody. Because something and someone else will not always come through. Amen. So we have to experience this peace and this satisfaction and this optimism. And we can experience it for a season when we put our trust in something else or somebody else. Amen. But ultimately, that's going to let you down. Can I get a witness in the house? So I got to put my full trust in God. Remind me of the guy that got on an airplane. He just, you know, he was uh, all messed up, you know, anxious, fearful, fear and trepidation just, just, just had him. And they were wondering why he, why he wouldn't sit all the way down on the seat. He said, I won't sit. I'm not going to sit. He said, well, why won't you put, 
I'm not going to put my full weight on it. <laughs> He's afraid that if he, he didn't want to add any trauma or trouble or weight to the place. <laughs> some of y'all got this, some of you didn't. <laughs> we got to put our full weight on God. Amen. See, see, when we put our weight on, full weight on others, amen, or other things and other people, praise God, uh, that's going to be an issue. Can I get a witness in the house? Always. It's never not going to be an issue. Amen? If you put your trust in your job, amen, uh, there's going to be an issue one day. If you put your trust in exclusively a friend, even a friend that you can confide in, a friend that you can tell the full truth to, there's going to be an issue one day. Amen, somebody. If we put our trust even in ourselves, because we're good at deluding ourselves, amen, you can't even trust yourself. If you could trust yourself, there wouldn't be no weight problems. Amen, somebody. There wouldn't be no drinking problems. There wouldn't be no smoking problems. There wouldn't be no driving reckless problems. There wouldn't be no bad decisions. Amen, somebody. If you could trust you, you can't trust you. I'm just telling the truth in love. We would have it all right if we could trust ourselves. But we can't trust ourselves with, with a cake. Amen. <laughs> a bag of cookies. I ain't talking about nobody. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. Amen, somebody. You know, if we could trust ourselves, you know, we wouldn't do Netflix binging just all day long watching TV. Didn't read the Bible. Didn't pray. Just a movie all day long. Amen, somebody. If we could trust ourselves. But we can't trust ourselves. We wouldn't surf the internet and go to some places we ain't got no business going if we could trust ourselves. Amen, somebody. So, so we need to ask God, God, help me to find the right source to trust. Some of us think we can trust our phones, iPads. Amen, somebody. Oh, let me look it up. Let me Google it. Let me find it. Let me scroll through and find it. Oh, Lord, where my phone? Where my phone? Where my phone? Oh! Gonna have a hissy fit, boy, like we lost somebody. Like it's been a death in the family. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Because I lost my phone. Oh, I got an itch. I got to get back on Facebook. Amen. I got to get on Instagram. Got something to tweet. I need to read some tweets. <laughs> Can I get a witness in the house? We depend on and trust on too many things that are not dependable, that cannot hold our weight. Amen, somebody. That cannot hold our, us up. Sometimes we trust in the idea. We trust in a concept. We trust in a business plan. We trust in some scheme, some get-rich-quick scheme in some instances. We trust in our money. We trust in our salaries. We trust in our wages. We trust in our competence. We trust in our skills and expertise. We trust in our education. We trust that the school is going to get it for us. But, but we know now 
that you can have a ton of education still have not have a, a lack of opportunities. Amen, somebody. So, so we can have a PhD, but if we don't have a GOD. Amen, somebody. We just be smart devils. So here we want God to extend us his favor. Amen. We can trust God to save us. He's faithful. He'll save you. Amen, somebody. You know, folk be searching out in the ocean. You stranded out in the ocean. You can tread water only for so long before you lose it and drown. Amen. We need a savior. We need somebody to come out in that empty ocean. Amen. That expanse. Amen. And come retrieve us from the dark seas. To come retrieve us from the tumultuous wave. To come retrieve us from the predators, praise God, of life. To come save us. Jesus saves. You can depend and trust on him. Trust in him to save. He saves. Amen. He delivers. He sets free, praise God. He saves us to the uttermost like a newborn babe. That's who we are spiritually, like newborn babes. Newborn babes are dependent. Amen. Only thing that you can trust them to do is poop and cry. Get hungry. Amen, somebody. <laughs> we need God to take care of us. We need God to nurture our souls. We need God to, 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 to strengthen us. We need God to rock us. We need God to embrace us. We need God to change our hearts and minds, praise God. We need God. We need God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, praise God, so we can live lives that are pleasing in His sight. Amen. And He wants the best for us. Amen, somebody. He is faithful. We see it in creation. We see it in his people. He sent us people who have been faithful, who have given their lives, who have sacrificed, who have become martyrs, who serve us, who care about us. Amen, somebody. He's given us the church, evidence of his faithfulness. The church of Jesus Christ is a gift from God, whether folk realize it or not. Yeah, it's made up of us, and we got issues. Amen, somebody. If you were looking for a perfect church when you walked in the door, you messed it up. You messed it up. Because you ain't perfect. Amen, somebody. And so, yeah, I don't understand that whole concept of folk looking for a perfect church when it ain't occupied by perfect people. It's no such animal. Amen. Matter of fact, God even warned. He said that the wheat and the tares, the wheat, that's like a flower or something, something good. And the weeds... That's something bad. He said they'll be dwelling in, the, in, the, in his church together. He said, he know I, he said, I know that's going to happen. I know the sinner and the saint going to be on the same pew. Amen. He said, I know that's going to happen. But what happens is, he said, I'm going to come with my winnowing fan. I'm going to come with my sifter to make the separation. I'm the judge, not you. Amen, somebody. So the world is out there judging, and God said, you ain't got no business judging my church. I got no business judging my bride. I know my bride got some flaws. Amen. I know my bride got some blemishes, but she belonged to me. Amen. And I belong to her. I am, this is the bride of Christ. I love my body. Amen. Anybody don't love their body, they got some problems. 
You need to love your body, take care of your body, thank God for your body. Amen, somebody. God said, Jesus said, I love my body. I'm, I don't hate my body. I care for my body. These are the terms that Jesus self-identified with the church, the body, the bride, of Christ. Amen, somebody. So he says, look, I love her, and I want you to love her. Amen, somebody. It's a gift from Almighty God. It's a gift from God to have a pastor. That's a gift, you know. But what God wants us to deliver and understand when we connect with him in his faithfulness, he wants us to understand that he wants us to be faithful and loving. Amen. See, the thing that comes in our minds immediately when we think about that is marital relationships, is, uh, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, that kind of thing. No, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. You know, first we need to be faithful to each other, period. Loving to each other. A brother loving a brother. A brother being faithful to a brother. Amen. See, that's where we're torn first. These relationships between men and, men and women can't get right until relationships between men get right. And relationships between women get right. Let you marinate on that for a second. Because I first learned how to love by loving my brothers. Amen. By loving other guys and connecting with people, praise God. By being sacrificial and expressing unconditional love and not being competitive not being petty, you know, not being belittling of each other, not being, you know, competitive. Amen. That, that's, that's the nature of the beast. You know, so we grow up, you know, jousting. Children jousting against each other, brother against brother. Amen. You know, trying to overwhelm, trying to dominate, trying to compete. You know, and, and, and that ain't the spirit of Christ. Amen. But that's the culture we in. Dog eat dog. Amen? Man on against man. Woman against woman. Amen? That's the first thing. Let's get these basic relationships right between us. Amen? That's why, you know, truth of the matter is, that's why, you know, you say, well, why, my brother my, wrote, wrote a book, why, why men don't go to church. Amen? Because it's hard for us to love sometimes. And it's hard for us to be faithful. Not just to, to men. It's hard for a man to be faithful to a man. Because a man be like, I'm the man too. I put my britches on one leg at a time just like you do. Amen, somebody. So it's our egos. Acronym, easing God out. God would have us love and embrace one another. He would have us to be faithful to each other on all kinds of levels. Amen. And then we can grow in becoming faithful to each other on various other levels in relationship, praise God. But he wants us to first learn how to be faithful to him, how to be loving towards him, and to receive his love and faithfulness, praise God. Because without faithfulness, there is no hope. Amen, somebody. See, if I can depend on something, that's the thing that brings me hope. So if I'm dependent on my next paycheck, I'm hopeful that my lifestyle can be sustained. So my paycheck brings me hope. Amen, somebody. You know, so I depend on certain things. 
that things that give me fuzzy feelings and make me feel good. I'm hopeful that I can get to that thing that brings me pleasure. Amen, somebody. So, so, so faithfulness, this, the, the ability of this thing to deliver faithfulness also allows it to deliver hopefulness. And without hopefulness, we can't keep going. Without hope, we can't keep going. Anybody loses hope, they lose their ability to live. Amen, somebody. So I got to ask God, God, how do I put my hope, my trust, and faith in you? And one of the things, as a pastor and those who've been in the faith for a while, you, 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 you get this ability to detect hope and the sources of hope. Amen. So God has made me a hope detector. Amen. I can talk to you a little while, talk to you a little while, talk to you a little while, and I can determine what your hope, what your hope is in. Amen, somebody. It's a, it's a discerning spirit, you know, and we need to determine for ourselves, what is my hope really in? Amen. What is my hope really in? Is my hope in my job? Is my hope in my potential? Is my hope in my relationship? Is my hope in my money? Is my hope in my, you know, my next vacation, my next getaway? Where, where does my hope reside? Amen. Is my hope in my sports, you know, the next championship? Amen. Where does my hope reside? I would say that your hope needs to reside in Christ. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Amen. Hope has to be in Christ. Faith has to be in Christ. Love received by him and giving as a result of him that allows me to adopt agape love for myself. Where I can love unconditionally. I can love sacrificially. I can love boundlessly, praise God, like Christ loves me. That's real love. You ain't got to be right to get love. You ain't got to be just to get love. You ain't got to be correct to get your love. You ought to just be loving in spite of the condition and circumstances of people just like God is. His grace is real. So love that cantankerous co-worker. Amen, somebody. Love that needy family member that's always begging and trying to do a little con thing on you. Love them anyhow. Praise God. Don't just have contempt and disdain for them. Love them. Turn, learn how to love them. Somebody slap you. The word says, turn the other cheek. Love in spite of it. When somebody do you evil, the word of God says, respond with, to evil with good. Somebody say good. Won't you stand all over the house? Somebody say, God is faithful. Yes, he is. God is a promise keeper. Yes, he is. Isn't God a promise keeper? Yes, he is. Oh, man, it's a phenomenal thing to connect with the loving God. And I want to invite somebody to make that connection with the God who loves us a God who is always reliable, trustworthy, dependable, 
consistent, faithful. Thank you, Jesus. A God who is always steady, steadfast. Praise God. Connect with him in your hearts today, all over the house, in your minds today, all over the house, with your emotions today, all over the house. Connect with this God who loves us unconditionally, whose agape love is available to us all, praise God. So I want to invite somebody today to make a decision, to step out on faith, to come forward in his name, to say, here I am, Lord. I'm yours, and you are definitely mine. I'm yours. Say that to him today. If you're seeking a church home, you like to dedicate or rededicate your life, or affirm or reaffirm your faith, we invite you to make a decision today. Don't procrastinate. Don't put this off. Don't delay. Come now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Say, excuse me to persons near you or next to you. Come forward in his name. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. We're going to worship for a few moments. We want to invite you to come. You can also fill out the Connect card. Give that to an usher, myself. You can get connected in that way today. But don't leave the, this site today without making this vital connection to respond to God's love and his faithfulness, to respond to God's love and his faithfulness. Come on, let's sing together. things. 